just wanna sit back and enjoy the sunset, watch the sunrise and build a better life for ourselves and the ones coming next. Yeah, I bet that we get that. Cause we ain't never gonna stop. This is more than a squad. I love every last one of y'all for helping me reach my dreams. Take my hand and come along if you wanna be free like me. Yeah, if you wanna be free like me. Welcome to the Squad Talk Podcast. Welcome to the Squad Talk Podcast. Here we go. Here's the host of the show. In one, two, three, four. Good morning, my fellow patriots, and welcome to another episode of the Squad Talk Podcast, helping you get along in a crazy world. I am your host, Dakota Monroe. Today is Friday, June 24th. And I tell you what, it's been one long work week, and I'm glad it's over. I am so glad. So, real quick, I want to explain explain myself as to why there was no episode on Wednesday. Uh, some family came into town for a surprise visit. And between them showing up and work and everything else, and you know, my nephew had a birthday and some other things, I just got sucked into all of it. And I, I'm not going to lie, I was focusing on spending time with family more than I was worried about getting an episode out. And I just forgot. I didn't prioritize my time right. And I didn't, I didn't make sure that I got that done. And while it does suck, I'm also not going to apologize for it because it was some, it was some family I hadn't seen in a long time, and it, it was, it was much needed. The, the break was much needed. So that is why there was no episode on Wednesday. It is what it is. I hope you can forgive me and understand. Moving forward, there's not going to be a quote of the day. Uh, I just got home from work, and I have to be back early in the morning, so I, I just don't have time to put all of that together today. There is going to be a big episode tomorrow, though, so tomorrow is going to be more of a full episode. We're still going to do the Saturday Free Talk, and it's going to be a little more relaxed than normal, but I am going to make up for that, that day that I missed on Wednesday. And the lack of depth in this episode, or the lack of size of this episode, rather. We're going to make up for that tomorrow. Uh, I'll have more time to be able to put that together and everything else. Before we get into today's episode, which as you can tell is a Q&A, so we're gonna, I'm going to be answering a few questions that I've gotten from, from some listeners. And I think a lot of you are probably going to like my answer to the last question in today's episode. But moving on real quick to the product of the week. So... In case you aren't aware, in case you missed it somehow, I'm now doing a sponsored product of the week. And this week, it is a whetstone sharpening kit. So one tool I think every self-reliant, responsible, patriotic prepper should have in their tool bag is a good kit to sharpen and maintain blades with. I know I personally love using a sharp knife, whether it be in the field, in the garage, or in the kitchen. Fact is, a sharp knife is a safe knife. One, uh, uh, a pl Like a sharp edge, it is, it is so important. If if you're in the kitchen and you're trying to cut up some sausage or some pork, let's say like let's say you're trying to cut a pork tenderloin, if you have a dull knife, you're gonna be struggling to get through that, and and you might slip, and a dull knife might not be enough to cut all the way through that flesh, but make no mistake, it's enough to cut through your thumb and and mess your day up. Okay, so it's important that you keep your knives razor sharp at all times and when i say razor sharp i don't even necessarily mean you got to be able to shave with them actually but to me it is very important that you maintain a good sharp edge on your blades especially if you're ever in a situation where you need to use a knife to defend yourself or your family or someone you don't even know and i truly hope no one 
ever has to face something like that. But unfortunately, there are sick and evil people in our world who want to cause harm. And in the right situation, all you may have is that little fold open or fixed blade knife on your hip or in your pocket or whatever to defend yourself. And if it's sharp, it, it, it literally could be the difference between life and death. With a whetstone, keeping a razor sharp edge is extremely easy, especially once you learn the right technique. And make no mistake, blade sharpening is a skill you learn through practice. While it's not hard, it takes time. So make the investment in your future, your safety, your peace of mind. And if you're anything like me, it's a great hobby to just sit down for about an hour, maybe two once a week, or maybe once every two weeks, or maybe twice in one week, depending on how stressful things have gotten, right? Sip on something smooth, listen to some music, whatever. You know, maybe talk to your kids or your wife about your week, something, okay? Uh, and just work away, right? Just just sharpen away. And once you get that perfect edge on, on, on a blade, you, you run it across the strop, you take a sip, you, you look at yourself in the reflection of the the edge on that, po that, that polished edge, you can sit back and, and just feel this wave of calm and relaxation and peace wash over you. At least that's how it makes me feel. So help yourself be a self-reliant, responsible, patriotic prepper and check, and, and check out the links in the show notes below this episode and click on one of them. One of them is going to take you to an article where you can check out a write-up I did on the product and the other one's just going to take you right to the product. If my words are enough for you, go ahead and check that out. But if you do want to, go ahead and click on that link. But if you do want more information, if you want to see more about it and get a couple pictures of it so you have an idea as to what you're getting, go ahead and head, click that link, head over to that, that article I wrote about it, and just read through. I promise you will not be let down. Okay. Moving forward, getting right into this episode. So some questions I've gotten over the last couple weeks. We're, we're kind of all over the place with these, but it, it is it is some good questions I thought that, that should be answered. So I want to go ahead and make take the time and make a special episode out of it. So the first question. Hey man, I love the bartering episode. I just wish you would talk more about how we could barter in our society today. All right, that's fair. Uh, I thought I had touched on that more than I did. I went back and listened a little bit and realized I didn't really like point that out very well. So here's the thing. A lot of it is the same. A lot of it still applies, uh, especially when it comes to safety. Safety is still number one. Obviously, you don't have to go scout the meeting location multiple times, which you just still don't want to trade at your house or their house. You want to find a, a public location where you can go and meet because it's just safer that way. In general, this is a stranger that you don't know and you don't know what their intentions are. Last thing you want to do is tell them where you live, right? So that's that's one thing. Um, and, and, you know, you, you don't have to go to that location multiple times. You don't want five or six people there with guns and everything else, right? But you still want to take somebody with you. You still want to take another body there with you just in case because you don't know what might happen. And having a witness there, having somebody there to help back you up. If things go bad for some reason, like it's a crackhead and they're just trying to steal your shit and kill you and take your money or whatever. It like, it's not a bad idea to have somebody there to help protect you and cover your ass. Okay. Um, everything else though is really the same except y'all won't be as on edge. So there is that. And normally in our modern society, you're not going to be desperate for the items that you're trying to, to, to acquire. 
normally with bartering in our modern society, it, it's it's leisure things that we're bartering. Now, sometimes it is food, sometimes it's guns and things like that. But at the end of the day, the premise is still the same. You you want to try to trade the least amount of stuff and get the best return uh, or best return on that train train trade. Overall, uh, I do think that that most of those principles or those ideas, those rules, are are things that that apply, even even when barter, bartering today. Now the items that is very different in, in today's society. A lot of the time, you're going to be trading gun for gun. You're going to be trading table for table or bed for bed or something like that. You're going to be most of the time you're going to be bartering. Uh, like, like, let's say you'll, you'll trade an AR 15 for an AK 47 or an AK 12, something like that. Or you'll trade a knife for some other kind of knife, you know, something like that. That's going to be kind of the way bartering is done on standard. Now there you, like I said, you can barter uh, for food items. You can barter for prep still. You, the the biggest thing that you're going to end up bartering for, I think, in, in today's world is labor. I think that's going to be the biggest thing. Uh, I don't know if this still applies everywhere, but I know in small town America, you can still go to the junkyard, go to the owner and, and talk to him and be like, look, man, I'll come work for you for for three weeks, a month, whatever, five days a week for a month, something like that. If you'll let me take one of these junkers out, uh, like pick one of these these junkers here and and use the parts here and everything else to fix it up and, and get it running and build myself a car or a truck, right? I know in some towns you can still do that. I don't know if that's universally accepted across the country anymore, but in small towns you can still do that. And that's just one example of how you would trade your labor for, for an item. Now... I also got a question about why I didn't really go over services like I just did right there. Um, and, and I want to, I, I want to address this service or labor in return for an item is going to be one of the easiest things to barter. Uh, your time is, but it, it's just, it's easy to barter away, especially if it's skilled, right? If you're, if you're skilled in a labor of some kind, it, it is it is very valuable and you're more likely to get more from it and and i think i touched on that a couple times maybe once maybe twice in that episode uh but i only did it briefly and that's because in a shit hits the fan world you wouldn't really want to barter your labor with someone especially if you really don't know them like you, you would do that for groups that you you've been doing business with a lot but if it's somebody you've only dealt with two or three times, you're not you're not gonna want to barter your labor and time. You're not you're not gonna want to do that, and that's why I didn't really touch on it. And in that episode, I was really in that mindset of this is when shit hits the fan, and and I really should have looked at both sides of that coin, and and I I thought I had, but I I really didn't do a very good job of it. So overall, I would say that if you listen to that episode, and you can apply most of that to today. You you would take out the extreme paranoid precautions for safety, right? And and I got a, a few emails of people saying I was paranoid for thinking that. But the thing is, in that world, the one time you don't do it will be the one time you wished you had. I hope that, that we never face a world like that. But in the event that we do, I would hope that I never needed to use that many resources. I would hope that I would never need to use that many bodies and go to war like that with somebody 
but I would still have it on standby just in case because that's what you need to do. That is the smart play. But thank you for the question, and I hope I answered it sufficiently, and, and I hope I gave you a, bit, a little bit of a better understanding as how bartering would work in, in our society today. Moving on to the next question. You have mentioned before that you will be releasing educational products. What are those going to be, and when should we expect those? Also, I am curious what your current business plan as far as how are you going to build your brand? Will you always be podcasting? What other ways do you plan on making your voice, ideas, and experiences profitable? So that's actually a really good question, and there was more to it. This is kind of the heart of the question. Uh, this is coming from a person who's currently in the process of figuring out what they want to do for a business. They know they want to start a business, but they don't know what to do, and they don't exactly know how to go about it. And they, they were looking for a little bit of advice, and, and I, I sent them an email. If you're listening right now, I, I hope that email was helpful. But this is something I thought would be a good thing to answer a little bit for everybody to give more of an understanding as to what my plan and intentions are. So here in the, I'd say here over the course of the next year, I plan on getting my NRA instructor certification and my LTC instructor certification and opening up a training school for firearms training. Um, and I want to go, I, I, when I have it done, and this is probably going to take me about 10 years to really get it built to where I'm satisfied with what, what I, what the, what I am offering through my school and and my products and everything else but i, I want to you know go over like things like light tactics um full-on you know urban combat type of uh training things like that survival training um basic home defense basic self-defense things like that uh i, I want to do training on you know self-defense when the assailant is armed and you're not and and i'm not going to be the one teaching that i would obviously hire out instructors for that people specifically to teach certain aspects of, of certain things. And that's, that's a little ways down the line. I'm building towards it now and I will be starting a, a small local school ba for basic self-defense, basic home defense. Um, I, I will, I do want to get into youth classes, you know, teaching kids the basics. And, and one thing I would be implementing in that is, is airsoft blowback, uh, airsoft blowback as, as basic safety and movement training. So people can, can feel a weapon that is roughly the size, roughly the weight, well, actually nowhere near the weight in all honesty, but roughly the size and shape and give them the idea as to how it would feel to carry and, and maneuver that weapon in that situation. And things like that. I also want to do, I also want to offer some other just in-class training, but I, I don't want to go over all of that and give everybody my, my plan so that they can go build it themselves. I want to, I want to put in the work and see if it works before I release uh, my autobiography on how I made my, my fortune. Right. I do plan on continuing podcasting. Uh, I do want to set up in-person meets for members of our community here at the Squad Talk Podcast, where once a quarter, twice a year, I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to structure it yet. I have a bunch of grand ideas, and how it ends up actually playing out is going to be a totally different thing from what's in my head right now. But I, I do want to set something aside special for the people, the people of the community that we're building with this podcast, and I don't ever plan on uh, quitting the podcast at all. I, I love doing this. I, I love talking and it, it's been a lot of fun for me. I know that I don't always get every episode out the way I'm supposed to. And if somebody really loves it, they wouldn't struggle with that. Right. But 
life's a bitch. Life's the thing that gets in the way while you're making other plans. And sometimes, I mean, people aren't perfect. We make mistakes. We fall short of the, the finish line sometimes. And, and that's what this is. Like I told you, y'all are going to watch me grow all the way throughout this process. And missing episodes sometimes is a part of that growth. Uh, I also plan on writing a book. Uh, I actually plan on writing a few books. And and I plan on... I plan on keeping uh, the, the merchandise for the podcast around as well. And I plan on releasing some digital training or digital courses as well where, you know, you, you go and you purchase it and you get a, a basic version or stripped down version of some of the courses I plan on offering in person. And, and you're able to do it at, from your home. So it'll run you through basic drills, basic safety, things like that. Now... There is another thing I would like to do, and I don't exactly know how I'm going to do it yet, so I'm going to wait to to divulge that to everybody, but once I get to a place where I have it figured out and and I'm starting starting to lay the foundation for it, I will let all of you know what it is, and it it is coming, I just don't know how I'm going to get it done yet, and I don't know exactly when it will happen, so, but trust me, y'all are going to want to stick around for that one. Moving on to our next question, and I do believe we have one more after this. Yeah, so our next question is, how is the hunt for a house going with you and your wife? So we actually got, we, we got pre-approved today, actually. We got pre-approved for, for an undisclosed amount at an undisclosed interest rate, which kind of the interest rate isn't the best, but it's not horrible either. And that's just because of our current economy. And yes, I am aware that right now is not the best time to be buying a house, but me and my wife are in a position right now where we need to, we need to make a move. We need to, to we need to do this. And the sooner, the better, we're not going to rush into anything cause we don't have to. So we're going to make a smart decision, the best decision we can with our, our current, uh, environment. We're, we're going to do the best we can with that. But we, we did get pre-approved and we're narrowing down on, on what we want. And we, we have a couple of prospects that we've been looking at very heavily and considering. So now with that, appro- with that approval or pre-approval, whatever it is, we're, we're going to take some more serious looks from at those properties that we've found so far. And we're going to sit back and we're really going to be logical about it and look at everything wrong with them first and, and go from there. I, I, you know, and also thank you. <laughs> I, I'm, I was honestly really surprised when I got that in, in the inbox. Cause I, I didn't expect somebody to be that invested in, in mine and my wife's growth like that, at least on that end, because we don't really talk about real estate here. I, I do kind of want to do a real estate investment episode though. And, and just kind of give a little rundown on my experience with, or my, my knowledge rather, I, I say experience. I don't really have a whole lot of experience with it. I'm buying my first house right now. So there is that. But moving on to our next and final lo- or final question, and uh, some of y'all might find this a, a little interesting, and and I think it'll be I, I think a lot of you will agree with me on this. So the question says, "You seem like you might be able to help me with this problem. 
My son wants to go into the army and will not listen when I tell him that it is a bad idea to serve in the armed forces. I told him all they do is brainwash you and take away a large portion of your life. They will try to screw you over if you ever have an issue with someone who outranks you and they will try to screw you out of everything they promised when you leave. He thinks I'm wrong because I've never served. Let's remember that people I've never served. So I wouldn't know what the process is like in any way. He insists or he ins uh, instead chooses to listen to his recruiter, which is a horrible idea. Okay. I'm sure some of you are foaming at the mouth already. So <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here and I'm not going to be kind with this one. So starting off to the person who wrote this, and you know who you are, please sit down and shut the fuck up, okay? You are stupid. Yes, I get what you're trying to do. I get what, I get what you're trying to say, and I get that you care about your child and don't want to see anything bad happen, but you are mostly wrong. You are mostly wrong right now. And... I don't know what, I don't know why, I don't know what the fuck it was that made you think I would overall say don't go to the military and, and support the way you're going about this or anything else, because that's not what I'm going to do. Okay, here's here's my advice for your child, and, and really I hope your kid's listening. If they are, you can just leave the room now. You you don't have any anything of value to offer to this conversation anymore in my opinion. Uh, so, so listen, kid, don't go now is, is my, what I, I would say. And I, I mean, now, I mean, in, in our current climate, I mean, in our current economy, in our current society with the current people in power and everything else. Okay. I, one reason is I don't support the vaccine. I would say don't get the jab. Okay. Uh, another thing is we have a sissy ass tyrannical government with a puppet for president. In my opinion, our entire government is fucking corrupt right now. But if you are looking for help deciding to go or not, I'm going to tell you right now, I served, I never served. I, it was a dream of mine and I was declared medically, un, medically unfit for service. So I never got the opportunity to go and, and serve in the military. Uh, but I did grow up with the mindset that the military instills. I grew up in a very similar environment because my father, and, and bless his heart, he did the best he could, but he was not always a good man. I'll, that's all I'll say about it. And starting right off, I will tell you that recruiters do lie their ass off. Don't trust shit that motherfucker says, okay? Don't trust a word out of his mouth, really. I mean, obviously, he's going to be educated, as the, or he can get information about what jobs are, what, what, uh, you see, so you wanted to go into the army, correct? So he's going to be able to get more information about what your MOS is and, and what that entails and what you're able to do with that and so on and so forth and everything else. And so that is a good thing. But overall, at the end of the day, it's been my experience and the experience of people that I know and trust that, that recruiters tend to be a little sleazy, kind of like a used car salesman, okay? So so don't trust them. And I will tell you right now, read all the paperwork before you sign it and make sure you understand all of it. Ask them a million questions if you need to, but know everything you can about what you're signing and agreeing to before you make that commitment. Uh, 
can you be washed out by commanding officers? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I know people who, who talked about doing that to people. I know people who, who that has happened to and is, is it right? No, but is it possible? Yes. That's because our military has become more political than anything else over time. And that's another reason why I wouldn't suggest going now, but we'll, we'll get to, we'll talk about uh, going a little bit more here in a minute. Um, so as far as some positives of it, you will learn a lot about teamwork and discipline and that's not a bad thing. You will get to play with some pretty cool toys. If you pick the right MOS and some advice for you, if you, if you want to see all the cool shit and play with all the cool shit, you're most likely going to want to get to, to go hang out with the, the, the badasses, right? And to do that, you're going to want some badass scores on the ASVAB. You're going to want to be super specific and push hard with your recruiter. Oh, to, to get the right doors open for that, that you'll need to have open. So you get a chance to make it in with all those really cool people. Right. Um, you know, I mean, if you want to be with the cool people who play with the cool shit, you got to know the right people and grease the right palms. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. At least that's what I've been told. I don't actually know from experience, but that, that is what I've been told by a few people. And the people who didn't go that route said that they had to work three or four times as hard as other people did to get there. Now, <clears throat> as far as being brainwashed, yes, the, the military does brainwash its soldiers. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing, okay? But they, they literally do. Um something I would recommend to you something I would recommend to you is a book called on killing by Lieutenant Colonel David Grossman. I do believe is his name. I'll have a link to it in the show notes below this episode for you kid. Go check it out. It, it's not a super expensive book, but it, it is a good book and it's, it's really a psychological um, profile, I guess into into the effects war has on soldiers and in the effects that killing another man has on soldiers. And it also looks at how training in the military has changed over the years to dehumanize our enemy and, and make our soldiers more comfortable with the act of taking a life, which is a very hard thing to do. But yes, the overall, that's what basic training does is it brainwashes you to be okay with taking the life of another human being. Well, I mean, and, and one example in this example is made in the, the book as well. And World War II, ja Japanese soldiers were called Japs or Gooks, right? Um, Nazis were called Krauts, things like that, right? So they're, you're not even identifying that they're actual people whenever you do things like that. Um, if you ever watch the movie American Sniper, or listen to the book, or read the book, or whatever, which don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that this is a prime example of, of military action in, in Afghanistan and Iraq. I'm not saying that, but there is one scene in there where Chris Kyle in the movie, uh, in the movie, Chris Kyle is saying they're fucking savages. Okay. Well, that's literally how they were, how they are referred to as by a lot of veterans and a lot of active, active duty, uh, personnel. Now, not all of them speak about them that way, but it is fair to say that, that people, the members of ISIS and Al Qaeda and, and these terrorist organizations, I think there's more there than meets the eye, but at the end of the day, these are people who literally did take women and children as human shields. Okay. 
these are people who literally sent kids out into roads with grenades to, to go blow up and try to kill American soldiers. Okay, that's some savage shit. It really is. Now, right now, I would say, is not the best time to go. And no, it's not because of the Russia-Ukraine bullshit situation. It's because of who's running our country and how it's being ran right now and the fact that you would have to get the jab. You'd have to get that vaccine. And I don't recommend that. I don't support the vaccine, like I said. But as far as for you or as far as what is right for you, though, look, I I'm a, I called you a kid earlier, and, and you're probably not a kid. You're probably 17 or 18. But here's the thing, I, and I'm only assuming that, but you probably just graduated from high school. And I don't really know how old you are. You know, I'm just thinking about this, you know. Okay. As far as what is right for you though, right now, uh, you're the only one who knows that. Okay. The thing is, like I said, I'm assuming you're 17 or 18. You probably just graduated high from high school. And I don't know that because your mom, I'm sorry, your dad, I mean, your dad <clears throat> acting like a little bitch, uh, didn't say, but you're grown now. Okay. You're grown and you make your own choices right or wrong. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you are going to have to live with the consequences of your actions. There's no rules. When you become an adult, there's no actual rules. There's actions and consequences. And the consequences of this could be very dire fact of the matter is you sign that contract you may not come back or you sign that contract you might come home in a box and your mom might get a flag okay that's just how it might play out okay so you need to take this very seriously um if it were me i would sit back and and slow down the whole thing right now because there's no rush on it you can you can keep your physical shape. You can you can keep up your your study and training with with firearms and, and fighting however you want to. You can keep yourself mentally and physically prepared for it very easily and very very cheaply as well. Okay, but I would slow down and I would really think about what you want to do. Okay, and think about how this could impact your life. If you decide you are going start thinking about what you want to do after you get out and, and find an MOS that lines up or will give you experience and help you get ready for your time after the military, after you get your DD 214 and start walking free again, because there's so much like, like there's, there's so much that you can do in the military that has no civilian application, no civilian application. Okay. So you, you really got to think about that. You really do. Okay. And there's a lot more that goes into this as well, right? There's a lot more that goes into this decision. If I were you, I would just go online and start researching and, and looking into everything you could or you can about the whole process. Everything from talking to the recruiter to going to basic to going to AIT to your first deployment, everything. Figure, learn everything you can about it before you do it. Okay. And I'd look into vets talking about everything they wish they had done different and, and so on. I'd look for the horror stories as well as, as well as the good ones. And, and 
you know, I, I would try to find both sides of the coin, right? People saying that they hated their service in the military, people saying they loved their service in the military, people in the middle, like, eh, it was whatever, it was cool, it, was, it wasn't all that fun, I could take it or leave it, those people. I would get all the information you can before you make this decision, because this, this is a decision that will affect you for the rest of your life. It will. And, and here's why. It's because of the way they train you. You will never be the person you are now again. Never going to happen. doesn't matter if you wash out a basic. You will never be the same person you are now. As soon as you sign that contract, as soon as you walk through the doors of basic training, you will forever be changed. And, you know, you, you got to sit down and think, is that the change you want? And the only way to know if that's the change you want is to research it. Research what, what the effects of military service do to people. Research what the effects of war and combat do to people. Research, you know, look into the firsthand accounts of what it was like and in, in, in their experience and everything else from veterans. Look into it, okay? Uh, overall, here, here's my take on this, kid. If you think it's right for you and you think it is what you want or what you were called to do, then me and every other Patriot listening right now has your back and is supporting you all the way. We are supporting you all the way, brother. And if you think it's not the right move right now, I'm going to be honest. I agree with that thought. But I do think you should revisit the idea in two, three, a few years so revisit the idea in a few years and, and come at it from that, that place of wisdom and life experience you have. Okay. Come at it from, from that place. And I would say stay in shape in between that time and then keep building your knowledge and skill set. Start training yourself in hand to hand combat, start training yourself how to, how to survive, how to navigate with a compass and map. Cause a lot of the training that, that you go through in basic, you can find videos on how to do all of that. So, you know, over the next few years, if you want to sit down and you really want to take your time with this decision and you want to revisit that, that idea, you're not, you're not sold on, oh, I'm not going to go do it. If you still want, if you, you're still in the back of your mind, like maybe I should do this right now, I don't think is the best time. Now, at the end of the day, you're going to make your choice and whatever you decide to do, man, we support you. It's that simple. We do. And anybody who doesn't find the fucking door, cause I don't want you here. If you're not willing to support the people in this group with us, you don't need to fucking be here. Okay? It's that simple. If you decide you want to do this, I support you. You have my fucking endorsement, dude. You have my fucking endorsement. If you decide that you want to sit back and wait, which like I said, I think that that's the right call right now is just simply because of the way of the way our country is right now and, and the, the people we have politically in charge and everything else. I think that's the right call. One of the biggest things for me is even if I was offered a contract right now, because I still feel a calling to go serve in the military. I, I like, it still breaks my heart that I can't. Okay. But if I was offered, if I was offered a contract right now, you know, and it was a badass contract, I could have any job I wanted. I could do the exact thing I always dreamt of doing in the military. And, and I didn't have to take shit from nobody or nothing. Or, it, you know, I, I was my own commanding officer. If I spoke, everybody listened, even just, it doesn't matter how badass the terms are because of the vaccine. I wouldn't do it. I would not do it. 
And that is the biggest thing for me right now as to why I wouldn't go. It's that vaccine because they force you to take it, man, and it's just not worth it. At least as far as I know they do. As far as I know they do. I'm almost positive they do. They may have changed that. There may have been a ruling going that say, hey, people have the right not to get this vaccine, blah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. But the last I knew of, they were still forcing the vaccine, and that's why I wouldn't do it. But it's up to you. Uh, please, please, if you have any other questions, if you want to talk to some of the people that I know, if you want to get in touch with them and, and get advice from them as well, uh, just write in. Just write in to me. Uh, and and I, will, I will gladly get back to you with whatever information I can or whatever. I, I will help you in whatever way I can, okay? Uh, I, I think it's a very very brave very courageous very serious thing that you're considering and and a a very serious endeavor that you are wanting to embark on and i commend you all the way for that i hope you make the right decision for yourself but only you know what that is that's going to do it for today's episode though um one more time i will mention that sponsored product that that whetstone sharpening kit Go ahead and check down in the show notes below this episode and, and check out that article if you want some more information on it. Or if I already sold you on it, go ahead and click on that other link. It'll take you right to it on Amazon. You can order it, get it here within a couple of days, and you'll be golden. You'll you'll be shaved up on your arms and legs testing how sharp you got that knife. Uh if you would like to support the show, please like, uh, follow, leave us a rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And make sure that when you follow or whatever, you uh, click that notification bell. We are available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, po- uh, Pocket Cast, <laughs> Amazon Music, and Audible. We also do have a YouTube channel. We are not quite to recording videos yet. But we are very close. I know I keep promising that, and I am really working on it. I will talk more about that in tomorrow's episode, actually. But, yeah. So, if you would like to further support the show from there, you have a few options. You can go down to the link to the show notes below this episode. There's a few links down there, including the sponsored product. Those are my affiliate links through Amazon. If you want to go do your shopping on Amazon, go ahead and click one of them links. Go buy one of those products. Go check those things out. Or you can just... Uh, you can just click one of those links and and with if you buy with something within a certain amount of time we get a little kickback on that so if you want to support the show that way you can it literally costs you nothing to do and it just helps us out if you do want to put a little money in towards the show though you can become a monthly supporter for as low as 99 cents a month going all the way up to nine dollars and 99 cents a month it just gets you it just lets you chip in a little bit to supporting the show every month and that that money we do put back into product research or we put that into sponsored products and, and we get those in and we test them we uh, also put that into ad spend so we can get this podcast out to the world and get more viewers more listeners and everything else help us grow help us build our community and become stronger and better along the way but I thank y'all so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope y'all enjoyed my answers to these questions a little bit. Uh, this actually ended up being a lot longer of an episode than I expected. So that is a good thing. I don't feel so bad about, about it now. But that is going to do it. So I hope all of you enjoyed your work week. If not, I hope this was a great way to end it. And it's Friday, people. It's time to, it's time to start winding down for the week. Time for that weekend to come along, y'all. But anyways, thank y'all so much for tuning in today. I will talk to all of y'all in the next episode. Y'all have a great one.